Hello, welcome to the Healthy Alternatives podcast. I am Dr. Christine Sauer with DocChristine.com. Today's show is a recording of my radio show of the same name. Enjoy! Good afternoon, this is Dr. Christine Sauer, your host of the show Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOE FM with live stream on communityradio.ca every Thursday at 12 noon Atlantic Standard Time. Thanks for tuning in today. In this show, I will talk mostly with guests about all aspects of health, healthcare and wellness, from conventional to alternative and everything in between. My mission for this radio show is to help change people's lives for the better by informing them about different options to get and stay healthy and well so they can choose for themselves which option might work in their case. And if you feel you are stuck in a dark place, I want to tell you, there is a light at the end of the tunnel for you too. Today I am excited to have Emily Harrison on the show She is the founder and director of the Akashic Academy, a Facebook community uniting a spiritual practices and energy healing modalities to unify our search for Christ consciousness. After becoming a certified Akashic Records practitioner in 2015, Emily's life shifted dramatically. Leaving behind a career in Hollywood, Emily created a healing business that includes teaching, contributing to the Huffington Post, launching her product line and hosting multiple live stream shows. Emily is a mentor to other light workers in the Akashic Records and dreams of helping to activate 10,000 more light workers by the year 2027. It's a pleasure to have you on the show, Emily. Thank you so much, Dr. Christine. It's a pleasure to be here. I'm very excited to bring the Akashic Records to the forefront of the medical community because there are just so many um, great things that we can learn from the records that will help so many aspects of our society. So I'm excited and proud that you're having me here today. So thank you. Thank you very much, Emily. And uh, I have to start to ask you, For one, we need to spell the word because I get from all sides, <laughs> what is Akashic? How do you spell it? And what the heck is an Akashic record? Is it a book or what is it? Mm -hmm. so, tell a little bit about the basics because people here that have no idea. Yes, I, I've talked about the Akashic records before and people asking me where they can go check out this book. So let me break that down for you and give you the, the specific details. So Akashic is spelled A-K-A-S-H-I-C. And Akashic is a Sanskrit word that means ether. And ether, of course, is the primordial energy. The four elementals, earth, wind, water, fire, all stem from the ether. And as you study different religious texts and ancient texts and the, the uniform tablets and um, different Sanskrit languages, you know, different uh, cultures that have the idea of the Akash built in, you'll find this word really prevalent in all of the history of how the human civilization got here. It's very tied into the religious aspects of the ether or that primordial energy. So the Akashic records are the realm of consciousness where all information has been programmed. They are actually a record of information and they include our past, 
our present as well as all possible futures because the future is recorded in infinite possibility and we we always have wiggle room in our future which is a very cool thing yes um, the future is not predetermined for us but all of that information from the beginning of time here on the planet to all future possibilities for, for mother earth as well as human beings as well as animals as well as crystals as well as businesses Every single thing that I mentioned has an Akashic record that contains all of this information. And I grew up in a very uh, traditional religious household. I grew up Southern Baptist in, in, you know, in America, right in the Midwest, mm-hmm. in Missouri. And in my understanding and growing up in the church, they referenced the Book of Life. And uh, the Book of Life was taught to me as something that, the, the angels or God or Jesus or somebody writes your name in when you accept Jesus as your savior. That was kind of the way that I was uh, understanding what that book mm-hmm. of life really was. And as I grew up and I moved more away from that organized religion and really dove into studying all religions and uh, opened my mind and heart to what God meant to me. What does Christ consciousness mean to me? What does metaphysics mean to me? I really began to recognize that the book of life or this Akashic record was a, a more expanded version of what I was taught growing up. It wasn't just a place where my name was written so I could check into heaven once I checked out of this life, but it actually contained every detail of my life recorded from a perspective of unconditional love and zero judgment. So when we go into the space of the Akashic Records, Dr. Christine, you know, human beings experience their life from a very polar experience, right? We, we have very strong judgments about ourselves. And many yes. times people are scared. They don't want to go into that space. They don't want to see all of the bad things they've ever done in their life. But it's really important to recognize that this record is recorded from a perspective of unconditional love and zero judgment. Mm. So it allows for a tremendous amount of self-healing when we can learn to see the aspects of the circumstances we've experienced in our life from this, from this non-judgmental place. And it really has a transforming healing quality when we begin, begin to unplug our good, bad perceptions from the things that we've experienced here on the planet. So, so it becomes just let a me really, ask really a few valuable qu- healing tool. I'm sorry. I, I just would like to ask you a few clarifying questions because as somebody that is not very familiar with the Akashic Records, is mm-hmm. it the same that uh, could be said is the universe or the spirit or the light in a wider sense and that many people may call God in a wider sense? Yeah, there are definitely strong connections to that idea of uh, it being the light. And I like that you chose that specific word, the light, because if we want to talk very scientifically, everything is energy. Hmm. And when we think of sound as a particular vibration of energy that stores and transfers knowledge back and forth to one another, light actually does the same thing. Yes. Light particles contain coded wisdom. And so we could definitely look at the Akashic Records as the light. Um, we could look at the Akashic Records, of course, you know, across this planet, we have many different names for God and what that energy is. We could definitely look at it as God. Um, the records have been called the mind of God before or yeah. universal consciousness. It's bigger than the collective consciousness of the planet. Yeah. Because that's the consciousness of the human beings and of the you know, of the collective, the trees and the rocks and the crystals and everything here on the planet. This is an even wider scope. 
Uh-huh. So I would give it the term universal consciousness as opposed to planetary consciousness or the collective consciousness, which now, likely many people have heard that term. And another question that people may have is, it's a Sanskrit word, so is it from the Indian tradition? Or the- uh, it's Sanskrit, so the original language here on the planet did not necessarily come from the Indian culture, but the ancient Sumerians, I believe. Okay, interesting, interesting. Mm-hmm. That is fascinating. Now, you say you can access those records? Yes, and you asked me um, that I said, you know, I can access them, but I'm not the only one. Actually, every single human being can access the space of the Akashic Records. So the records are located not here in the physical realm of planet Earth. They're they're located in, in a different realm of consciousness. They're located in what's known as seventh dimension space-time. So it requires us to be able to figure out how the heck do we get there, right? I don't, we don't have spaceships to take us up to seventh dimension space time at this, at this point in our evolution and on the planet. So what we do is we use our consciousness. We use meditation practices. We use the shifting of our breath to allow our consciousness to actually travel outside of the physical body and into these higher realms where we can um, tune in to that space of the Akashic Records. So they're located in seventh dimension space-time. And every single human being has the ability to shift their consciousness into those higher levels to receive that information. Now, there is a massive amount of information. I shared that the past, the present, and all possible futures of every person, place, and thing on the planet has Akashic Records. So obviously that is a vast amount of information. It's not like we go into the Akashic Records and just all of that information is presented to us and handed to us. It's very similar to the Internet. So the Internet is the collection of all of the information that we as human beings have right now on the planet. Mm -hmm. But you don't just turn on your computer and get all of that, see all of that information right in front of you, right? You need a search engine like Google. Ah, in order to bring that's forward a good the comparison, I like that for. analogy. Yes. So, if you type into Google, let's say Red Corvette, you're going to get a million different hits on Red Corvette. So, the more specific of a question, the more specific of a search that you can ask when you're moving into that space, the more specific the answers are that you're going to get. So, learning to ask the right questions is a very important part of learning how to access and fully get all of the information, the wisdom, the clarity, the healing that's available in that space. Um, so many times, you know, we we want to know why the heck, you know, life is going the way that it is and we're mad and we're frustrated. Mm. And sometimes we ask those questions to, you know, to ourselves or to a higher power. And any time that we ask a question like that, Dr. Christine, we're actually plugging into a particular level of the Akashic Records, and we're going to start getting answers back. We're going to start getting feedback from this matrix of information. Now, if we go in with that level of frustration and asking, like, why is this happening? We're going to get an answer that matches that vibration of the frustration. We're going to get the answers of, well, because everybody's against you, because, you know, this person in your life is just an a-hole, and, and you know, you're, you're going <laughs> yeah. to start, start filling in the story based on the feedback that you're getting from using this matrix of information. Now, what happens when we learn to shift the answer, the questions that we're asking to, what am I doing to contribute to this 
situation that's frustrating you so much? The answer is totally different, right? And we begin to get empowered feedback back from that matrix. And when it, in terms of health, because, you know, you're, you're a doctor and you're bringing forward different aspects of our health and how we can tune in to yes. deeper levels of aware, awareness. When we begin to ask questions like, where does this dis-ease that I'm experiencing, because anytime we're experiencing a disease, whether it's physical or emotional, it's, it's really blocked energy. It's really blocked emotional energy that we're holding. We're, it, it's, it's points of stress. Yeah. that are caused by our emotions. And sometimes they, they, they were caused back in our childhood from a circumstance that we didn't even realize in that moment was programming us so, so drastically, but it was. Wow. So when we learn to tap into this space and ask those questions, where did this, where did this dis-ease that I'm experiencing start? How can I better understand why I took on that emotional system? How can I better understand how I was hurt in a situation and how that energy got trapped in my heart space. We start to get really, really profound answers. Well, and then, Emily, I, I hate to do it, but I'll cut you a little bit short right now because we have to end the first half of the show. But I'm excited after the break to talk more about you Uh, about what you actually do to help people access those Akashic Records and maybe give yeah. us an example about somebody that you helped. That would be really mm -hmm. great. So Wonderful. We'll, we'll cut it off here and we'll tune in after the commercial break back with Emily Harrison about the Akashic Records. Hello and welcome back to Healthy Alternatives here on 97.5 CIOEFM or on the web at communityradio.ca. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer, and today I'm talking with Emily Harrison about the Akashic Records. Thanks for being back, Emily. It's exciting to talk to you. Good. I like talking to you as well. And we learned a little bit about the first half about what Akashic Records really are. And in the second half, I would like to know a little bit more about what you do to help people either access their records or actually get healed by doing whatever you're doing. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. Well, I have several ways that I like to help people. You did mention accessing their records, and that's what I started once I learned how to access them myself. And um, I received a certification in doing that. I was interested in learning more. So I also earned two advanced certifications, one for using the Akashic Records to clear past life and ancestral energy, mm -hmm. and also a, a second advanced certification, learning how to create our own healing modalities through the Akashic Records so that I could help with, you know, individuals who came to me who wanted to shift their energy and to heal their bodies and their spirits and their minds and their emotions through using energy work. 
So my practice began by doing readings for other people. And yes, they come to me and I take them through a meditative process where I open their Akashic records. And they receive not only healing energy that comes through. So many of are probably familiar with Reiki energy. And Reiki energy has its own consciousness, which means the practitioner doesn't really even have to know what the energy is doing for the other person. We just understand that the energy knows best and the energy will do whatever needs to be done. Mm-hmm. The practitioner is just facilitating the energy. So the Akashic records are similar in that way, that they have a healing energy that goes beyond any information that I would be able to get from that space and share. Um, however, they also have the component of sharing information, wisdom, and guidance. So because... I have spent time opening my own intuitive channels, which every single person has, by the way. And I've opened my, what many people are called psychic senses, Mm -hmm. right? Your clairvoyance, which is clear inner vision, clairsentience, which is clear feeling, clairaudience, which is clear hearing, claircognizance, which is clear knowing. Because I've spent time developing those muscles, and they're really just muscles that every person has, I can receive messages or receive that information and translate it into a language to share with my client so that not only are they receiving the healing energy, but they're receiving insight as well. So when people come to me for a session, mm-hmm. I have them make a list of questions that they want to ask in that space, you know, areas of their life where they want wisdom, where they want the guidance, where they want the clarity. And so that's where my practice began, was doing individual life sessions for people. Uh But I began to realize that what happens when we live in a world where everybody can do this for themselves? You know, and and like I shared with you guys, I grew up Southern Baptist, so I grew up all up in that church, knowing the Bible. And there's, you know, a a specific passage of the Bible that talks about feed a man, give a man a fish, feed him for a day, teach a man to fish, feed him for a lifetime. Right. And I, I began to see the importance of sharing this information, bringing it more mainstream so that anybody could do it. Because, Dr. Christine, I didn't start out psychic. You read in my bio, I, I left behind a career in Hollywood. I was, I grew up in the Midwest. I hightailed it to to Hollywood when I was 19. I quit college. I moved to go seek my fame and fortune, which freaked my parents out a whole lot. (laughs) And I spent 20 years, you know, in Hollywood acting and traveling the world and and really immersing myself in, in uh, in that dream that I had. And as my dream shifted, I began to recognize that I did indeed have these psychic and intuitive skills. And if I started out as a person who didn't, didn't necessarily see myself as psychic but learned to develop that, Why couldn't everybody? Hmm. And so my mission really shifted from just doing individualized readings for people to teaching people how to do this. Because I, like I said, I just, I dream of a world where when, when human beings realize they have this capability, holy cow, it just becomes a completely new place to live. You know, when, when we all realize that we have access to the, the universal internet, what can we not accomplish? What solutions can we not figure out? And that became my mission. So I created an online course. So anybody on the planet can take my online course and learn how to read their own Akashic records. No, that is really wonderful. So when you do the Akashic uh, readings, uh, mm-hmm. does the client have to be with you? Or can you do it via Skype or Zoom or whatever? 
online? Mm-hmm. I do them. Yes, I do them online. So I mm-hmm. do them via Skype or Facebook or Facebook Messenger or FaceTime. There are a variety of different ways. Zoom yeah. is another way that I like to do the sessions. I like to be present with with the other person. Sometimes it's just not possible. Mm-hmm. I was working with a, a client in Dubai last week, and there were some sanctions on their connection with the outside world, with their communication with, with people outside of, of that country. Mm-hmm. And Skype and Facebook Messenger had been shut down. They did not have access to that. Wow. And she really wanted the information. So she sent me... And in an email, the questions, and I opened her record, and I recorded a session for her, a video that I was able to send her. And so there, are, I like to be present with my client, but it's mm. not 100% necessary. Because really the universal energy or Akashic records, they're everywhere, right? Everywhere, absolutely, yes. So basically my record that is everywhere would be at your place the same as here, right? Yes. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Super, super. I mean, we don't understand how that works in detail, and really, we don't need to, don't we? Um, there, there are some more scientifically advanced minds than mine that could explain to you exactly how the matrix of energy works. You know, there there are great scientists such as Albert Einstein who published the Akashic records. He credits the Akashic records for bringing through E equals M C squared. Wow, really? Um, Nikolai Tesla. I didn't yes. know he was Nikolai aware Tesla. of the Akashic Records. Interesting. Yes. Yes, Nikolai Tesla credits the records. Steve Jobs. Wow. Steve credits Jobs. the Akashic Records for the advancements that he brought through. And it's very, that, that's a great point because the records are a matrix of energy, which means based on our experience in life and our level of processing intelligence, which some of us have minds that process like Albert Einstein, and some of us have more uh, storyteller minds like myself. You know, I, I spent a lot of time in Hollywood, so the yeah. power of story is really a big thing for me. It, depending on what our own individual circumstances in our life are, that's going to determine the level of information that we can get back from the records, which is why it's so important for these really advanced minds to learn how to do this because they're going to receive more detailed what I call rocket science type of information yeah. that I'm going to receive. Wow. So the, the the records are specialized for each one of us according to how much emotional intelligence we have, how much intellectual uh, intelligence we have, how much life experience we have, and and they're they're going to be individualized for each one of us. So that's really interesting. So if somebody wants to take the course, uh, your online course, where do they go? They can go to www.askyourrecords.com, mm-hmm. and under the menu section in my website there, you'll find the certification program. You'll find all of the information about that. You'll also find my company produces the Akashic Magazine, which is a free download for anybody who would like to check out that resource. It's a, a really powerful metaphysical resource that has mm-hmm. all different kinds of knowledge in it, not just about the Akashic Records, but ways that you can shift your life by using different styles of energy work. Um, and of course, the individual readings are uh, available there as well if you yeah. wanted to know more about having a reading. So that's askyourrecords.com. That's easy enough. That's good to know. And another question. I mean, I know we have quite a few Reiki practitioner here. What's really the mm-hmm. relationship of Reiki and Akashic Records? 
Well, Reiki came through to the planet from the space of the Akashic Records. Mm -hmm. And Reiki is just one form of energy healing. Um, there are an infinite number of different energy healing modalities. So as we learn to tune into the Akashic Records, we can actually create new healing modalities such as Reiki and bring them here on the planet. Now, I work with a lot of, of light workers who are Reiki masters. And when they pair the understanding of the Akashic Records with their current modality, which many times is Reiki, sometimes, you know, I work with Oracle card readers or uh, different like Theta practitioners, Theta healing practitioners. These are just some of the different energy healing modalities. The Akashic Records actually expand the effectiveness of whatever modality you're already using. And many times what happens is the intuitive gifts, such as the clairaudience, the clairvoyance, the clairsentience, those that I mentioned earlier, they come online for people. And so when a Reiki practitioner is showing up to send energy to their client, whatever it is, you know, whatever area that they're working on, mm -hmm. many times messages will start flowing through from that person's Akashic records, which give a um, more well-rounded understanding of what's happening with that particular person. Well, that's really fascinating. And I thank you very much, Emily, for being on the show today and opening our eyes to the Akashic Records. And uh, thank you very much. And uh, it was a pleasure thank talking you to you. And this brings me to the end of today's show. Please don't hesitate to contact me with any questions, thoughts, comments, or suggestions. Or if you forgot the website and would like to contact uh, Emily, my email here is christine at communityradio.ca or contact me through my website, docchristine.com. And I'm always grateful for any feedback. I also want to extend a special thank you to today's producer, Jim Francis. Thank you all for listening to Healthy Alternatives and it might be worth exploring your Akashic record a little bit more. I'm your host, Dr. Christine Sauer. Tune in next Thursday at noon on 97.5 CIOE FM Community Radio with live stream on communityradio.ca for the next episode. Goodbye and have a great day.